back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. Good people, y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at RayGQ. And this is the Dynasty Trade Show. I know it's been gone a couple of weeks, but we're back at it. And I am joined today by one of the hosts of the 4D Chess Dynasty Football Podcast, my man, the McNutted, at Iowa Michael on Twitter. Make sure you check him out. Patreon is super dope, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon, S-O-U-T-H-H-A-R-M-O-N. Make sure you're tap tapped into the 4D Chess Podcast. Make sure you're tapped into everything that's cooking at Destination Debbie. And I decided to bring a guest on today uh, to go through some of these trades. He's got an awesome dynasty mind. We sort of dynasty a little bit different, uh, but it's good to get some different perspective on here. And I'm kind of testing him out, see if you guys like him, see how he, how he dynasty, see if you like his process. And we're going to go through a bunch of trades today. I'm seeing Saquon Bar Barkley get moved, Jamar Chase deals, we got quarterbacks getting flipped around, a bunch of stuff, and if this is your first time on the channel and you're tapping in, thank you, I appreciate you being here. On this trade show, we don't have enough time in the day to go through every single league format, all the settings, all of this, we primarily play in super flex leagues, that's just what it is, 99.9% .9 of my leagues are all super flex, so that's the lens that we're going to look at these trades from. Listen, we're just trying to give you an idea of players that you should be targeting, acquiring, moving away. And uh, we're going to go back and forth on some of these deals, but it should be a good show. Make sure if you like the content, subscribe to the channel, hit the thumbs up button, like the content, and most importantly, engage with the good people below. But without further ado, my man, Mike the McNutted. What's going on, big dog? Hey, what's up, everybody? Ray, we're in the building. <laughs> This big, ugly, bearded man is finally on Ray G's <laughs> channel. What's going yeah, on, man. everybody? It, it's good. You are big. You are bearded, but you know your shit, man. You know your stuff. Um, like I said, one half of the awesome host of the 4D Chest Dynasty podcast. We got trades to get to, man. And uh, listen, you haven't seen any of these deals. Um, I looked at them because I was loading them in there, but we are going to just talk about them, man. I'll set the scene, and then we'll get it popping. So... Uh, let's go right now. The first trade that we have, we got Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, and the 301 this year being acquired for Zach Wilson, Kenneth Gainwell, Cortland Sutton, the 101, and the 103. All right, so one more time, because if you're listening on the pod, I just want to give it, give it to you one more time. We got Burrow and Jefferson, essentially, uh, being acquired for the 101, the 103, Kenneth Gainwell, Cortland Sutton, and Zach Wilson. That's what we got popping. Mike, what do you think about this deal right here? You're the guest, so I'm going to give you the first uh, the first crack at it. My initial reaction, the way I like to Dynasty, is I love to down-tier guys. right? I love to, to go down a tier, pick up an extra first. I don't think it's enough. Looking at yeah. it right now, that's, that's not enough to go down from Joe Burrow to Zach Wilson. You pick up the 101, cool. That's, you know, back in third, early fourth round in a startup. Justin Jefferson, first round startup pick, early second round. You down tier him to Cortland Sutton, who, what's he worth right now? A uh, uh, mid-second, maybe? I mean, yeah. the the Kenny Gainwell crap, the 301, throw it out. It's it's just fluff. It's, it's yeah. nothing. It, it's not enough for me to down tier those kind of guys. And, and I'm a big proponent of down tiering, but this is – this is not how you down tier. This is going down five tiers, six tiers. Yeah. I mean, even me. even if you take the 101 and just say uh, your favorite quarterback is Malik Willis. So Malik Willis, Zach Wilson, 
that alone is still not enough for me to give up Joe Burrow. Like, I wouldn't do that, right? And then if you're saying 103, let's just say it's Traylon Burks. It's Traylon Burks and Justin Jefferson. In my opinion, it's not even close. It's Justin Jefferson. So if you package up that 103, it's Traylon. Is Traylon and Sutton worth Justin Jefferson? I don't think there's a dynasty player worth a damn that would make that deal. Um, to me, this is a this is a great deal for seven goat rings, especially if you're talking super flex. I mean that, and 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 we're talking down tier. Burrow to Wilson is a hell of a down tier, and I and you actually convinced me um, Wilson is a buy in my opinion. I'd like to be trying to acquire him right right now, but I'm not giving up Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson to get Zach Wilson. And this has to be a super flex league. I mean, if it's a single quarterback league, I don't. I mean. We're we're not even talking about this. This deal doesn't get made. Um, I think we're both in agreement here. Give me Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson in the 301, which I know a lot of people are shitting on the 2022 class, but there's a good chance that 301 is a Sky Moore, a Brian Robinson, a Damian Pierce, uh, you know, a nice little dart throw depth piece uh, that that shouldn't be taken for granted. But we're uh, in lockstep here. Uh, Yeah, Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Jefferson side. Easy. All right. Next trade, I just have this labeled as yikes, and I want to see if uh, you agree. And I think uh, we'll we'll see how this plays out. So we got Najee Harris, Kyle Pitts, and Elijah Moore being acquired for the 101 this year, the 111 this year, two 2023 first-round picks. I always assume mid to late. Like, they, they could be the 101, but my assumption is, 107 and, and, and below, and Pat Fryermuth. So one more time, Najee, Elijah Moore, Kyle Pitts for Pat Fryermuth, the 101 this year, the 111 this year, and two 2023 first-round picks. Mike, where are you going with this one, man? Again, another one that I think is too light on the bottom. I, I'm a big proponent of getting as many picks as possible, right, and is accruing as much value. Yeah. For those of you watching this right now, my facial expression when I saw this trade was exactly what you said. Big yikes. Najee Harris, Kyle Pitts, Elijah Moore, and you get a 101. Cool. You get two 23 first. Everybody wants 23 first. Yes. The 111, all right. Pat Fryermuth, good tight end. Where, where are you, if you add these up, if you're looking at this and you add these up, Kyle Pitts. He's a first-round dynasty startup pick in most formats yep. right now, right now as the tight end one. You're going to want two first plus for him. So knock out two twenty-three first. We'll call that even. Yep. Najee Harris, another guy, first-round dynasty startup <laughs> pick. You're going to want two, two firsts and a second, maybe three firsts for this man. Yeah. All right, now the 101 and the 111 has gone. So, and you're still probably <laughs> light. You're still light. And yeah. then Pat Fryermuth for Elijah Moore. I love Pat Fryermuth. Give me Elijah Moore. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I think you're being kind there because Najee. If I were gonna take, if I were gonna take two first, it damn sure isn't gonna be the one one and the one eleven. I, I don't want. I have no interest in the one eleven for Najee Harris. I think you're right. Kyle Pitts is at least two of those first round picks, and probably the way that I dynasty. I'd want both of those first and then a down tier at tight end. So give me the two first and Dalton Schultz. The two first, I, the two first and Pat Fryermuth is probably what Kyle Pitts is worth right there. I'm with you. I love the Harris, Kyle Pitts, and Elijah Moore side. And listen, you're talking about three sophomores. So whether you're in a rebuild or a win now, you've got three young players. Uh, I think so many people get enamored with picks, but you are praying 
that the 101 this year, if you go wide receiver, that Traylon Burks is Elijah Moore or is Kyle Pitts' level of impact, right? I mean, I love him. I think so. But I know what Pitts is. I know what Moore is. I know what Harris is. That's the side of the deal that I want. I'm with you. Uh, lockstep right again, Mike. At one point, we ain't going to be in lockstep, lockstep. And I think this is the one where I think we are going to disagree. No, this isn't it. This isn't it. We're gonna, we, we'll are gonna we see how this one plays out. There's one of them coming up. And, oh, I see where it is. And we'll disagree. But right here, we got Elijah Mitchell, the 104 I don't, Elijah Mitchell in the 104 for Devin Singletary, the 101 and a 2023 second round pick. So Elijah Mitchell, man, everybody's favorite sleeper this year. Uh, and then you get him and the 104 for Singletary, the 101 and the 2023 second round pick. Mike, what do you think about this deal? I, again, another one that I like for the top side. This isn't a slam dunk one though. This isn't, okay. Th this isn't a slam. This is a lot closer, I think. Probably because Devin Singletary has come on and the narrative has changed about Devin Singletary. But Elijah Mitchell, really dope running back, a guy that you'd love to have and take a shot. If you can't get a first and a second for Elijah Mitchell, I'm just holding him. I'd rather ride him out and let him die on my roster and see what happens. But you get to trade back, pick up an up tier in Devin, from Devin Singletary to yep. Elijah Mitchell. And you trade back three spots in a draft where I believe – 101 through 105, 106, all kind of similar players. They're going to be similar value. There's going to not be a good consensus on who you're going to take. Right. So to upgrade from Devin Singletary, it costs you a second, and you trade back three picks in a draft, and you're probably going to get a similar player, the $20 fab. I love that somebody just throws the $20 <laughs> fab in, like, like this is going to make the deal. But, yeah, give me right. the top. But It's not a slam dunk, but I like the top more. Yeah, I still would prefer the top as well. Um, it made me think a little bit about it because I'm like, all right, at 101, uh, it, it could be Burks. It could be Spiller Hall. Superflex is what we play. Uh, quarterback, we'll see. I, I, I still would probably prefer the running backs over the quarterbacks in this class. But I'm not – I say that, but I'm not letting the quarterbacks fall to 10, 11. Um, so if you're saying Devin Singletary, Isaiah Spiller, and a 2023 – uh, second rounder for Elijah Mitchell. And I mean, there's a good chance the 104 is Spiller or Hall. I still think I'd take the top side. Give me Elijah Mitchell, the 104, and uh, the $20 worth of fab. I, I guess we'll, I guess we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun with that. All right, next deal. All right, here goes another tear down. This one, I, I'm just going to tell you right away, I like the Michael Pittman side of this. It's Michael Pittman and the 106 this year for the 101. Mike, what are you thinking about this deal? Michael Pittman in 106 for 2022, first, uh, the 101 in 2022. Initially, I thought it might be a little bit light when you pulled it up. Okay. The more, I th the more I think about it, especially in super flex leagues, I know we're not going to get too deep into it, but if this is any bit of super flex league, there's a good possibility that that 106 that you're going to get is going to be a, a good quarterback, yep. uh, Matt Corral. Sam Howell, if he gets to draft capital. If not, I mean, we've seen in these mock drafts, Brees Hall or Isaiah Spiller fall to that pick too. Yeah, give me Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, Michael Pittman over whoever the 101 is. I'll take that every day. Yeah, the, the worst part of this deal is whoever made this trade still uses light mode on sleeper. <laughs> yeah. That's 100% the worst. And, and again, I, I think if you're going to move off the, my opinion, if you're going to move off the 101, the 106 is probably the cutoff point, like for for trading back. 
I prefer to move off of 101 and end up with like 103, 104, 105 at the latest. I think 106 is like the drop dead cutoff point because if your top, let's just say for let's just say top two quarterbacks, let's just go two. Let's go Corral and Willis for the rushing upside, right? If you want to throw Pickett in there, there's three. You've got Traylon Burks, that's four players, and then you've got your two running backs, Spiller and Hall. That at least ensures you one of the top three quarterbacks, the top wide receiver, or one of the top two running backs, 106. So that's about as low as I would go um, if I was tearing back off of a one-on-one. If I want to make the selection, if I want to make the pick, that's as far back as I'll tear. I think there's a kind of a a gap after that. Uh, But we'll see. This is one that I labeled right here as junk. This is the the, the quintessential, and I've talked about this so many times with y'all listening, watching. Just throw a bunch of junk out there and then add a good player and see if somebody at press accepts. So here we go. It's a it's a big trade. We've got Aaron Rodgers and Christian McCaffrey being acquired for Corey Davis, Damian Harris, Jalen Hurts, the 212, the 412, the 305, and a 2023 second round pick. So one more time. Uh a bunch of, you know, a second, a third, and a fourth this year, all of them being the second and the fourth are late, the third is mid, a 2023 second, Jalen Hurts, Damian Harris, and Corey Davis for Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Rodgers. Mike, what are you thinking? I want BDV, whatever the numbers were after, to teach me his secrets of how just to package a bunch of shit together <laughs> and somebody go yeah that seems fair thanks uh, do we need to dive into that too much more I, Jalen Hurts is cool I'm an Eagles fan yeah. I'm an Eagles fan I like Jalen Hurts Corey Davis Damian Harris and those crappy picks for Rodgers and McCaffrey come on man how do you do this like this it, is, if, if it, you're watching this BDV hit me up on Twitter at <laughs> Iowa Michael I want to DM with you, man. Like, tell me your secrets. I wish I could do this to people. I really do. Just yeah. here, take my garbage. I don't want you. You take it. Yeah. Give me Aaron Rodgers, Chris McCaffrey. It works though. I, I, you see it happen all the time in trades. You, you take a bunch of junk, and you, it, it's volume, right? Oh man, you're getting four picks. It's a 2023 second. Damian Harris is the starter. You got Jalen Hurts. Corey Davis is coming back. But and you give me. And I don't care if Aaron Rodgers only plays one more year. Like, the the way that I view this deal is the team that acquired Rodgers and McCaffrey, I'm going to just assume they're a competitive team. I, I'm just going I, – I, the fact that – and here's another little tidbit. It's 212 and 412, which tells me those are his picks. And if he is 212 and 412, unless this is a 14-team league, he won. He is the champ. And you get off of Hurts, Harris, Davis, and Junk – and you get CMC and Aaron Rodgers. I don't. I don't care if it's only for one year. I am taking that side every single time. No variance. This is just. This is why you need to subscribe uh, to people who know what the hell they're doing to avoid doing stuff like this. Whether it's Prospect Talk, whether it's South Harmon, Mike, and Adam. Uh, this 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 would not have happened had you asked one of us our advice first. Uh, this is not good. Bad deal, bad deal. Love the CMC and Aaron Rodgers side of this trade. All right, next deal we're going to look at, I actually titled this 4D Chess. That's what I titled this trade, 4D Chess. Make sure you check out the podcast. It's big as shit. Why is it so big all over the screen? Let's see here. Oh, because this is a deal that Mike made. 
ah, no, go figure. It's a deal that this guy on here made. And he acquired Deontay Johnson, Cole Komet, Pat Fryermuth, and he gave away a 2024 first-round pick, a 2023 second-rounder, and then two second-rounders in 2024. So once again, two, three second-round picks, all 2023 and 2024, and a first-rounder, and got Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, and Cole Komet. I don't even think we need to have this on the screen because it was you that made this deal. And you were 100% playing 4D chess. I will, I will, I will talk about this one. Deontay Johnson, in my opinion, is worth uh, that first and probably two of those second round picks. Like honestly, I mean, the 2024 second right now, the value is so low because we don't even. I don't think anybody can name 24 good prospects that are going to be in that class right now. We have no clue. And the way that our dynasty. If I really want a second rounder in 2024, I've got two and a half years to figure that out. Like, I can go get another second rounder at some point. You get a young wide receiver, an up-and-coming top 10 tight end, and then you've got an upside tight end in Cole Komet. And, you know, we, we talked about at the beginning of the show, I I don't dive into settings and all of that because it's, it's just too difficult. But I know this is tight end premium, and it's best ball. And I think Cole Komet is an ideal best ball type tight end. You know, you're not counting on him for week in and week out production. All you care about are the five weeks where he finishes as a top 10 guy um, and, and cracks your lineup. Deontay Johnson is still a stud for our youth and up and comer. Uh, what was your strategy around this one, man? Uh, I want to apologize to Jag right now for what I did to him. Yeah. I will give him some credit, though. My team is very old and crusty. It's, it's the champion from last year, but it's still old and crusty. I just lost Tom Brady. I'm probably losing Rob Gronkowski. So to get my 24 picks, there's a good chance that by that time, I have to hit the reset button and hit the rebuild. That may be a very early pick in 24. But for me, being a contender, just trying to run it back for one more year, that's the entire strategy. Get rid of the picks. I'm all in for this year. Let's see what happens. So you're an advocate of that. If you are, a con and, and I think you guys talked about this one one of your shows. I think what you truly have to do is look your team, look yourself in the mirror. Everybody thinks they're a damn contender. You know, everyone goes into each season, I think I can win it, when the reality is that's not true. Like, you can look across your league and identify these are, these are the strong, the top four teams right here. And if you're not truly in that, and I'm not talking about I'm just a player. If you're not really in that, then my advice is to start planning for the future and to Jag's credit with this uh, with this trade that he made acquiring all these picks. I mean, he's embraced the tank, and I call it dynasty discipline. He's had the dynasty discipline to say, I know I'm going to suck for two years, but I'm going to load up in 2023. I'm going to load up in 2024, and then I'm going to take my shot at all these guys in a couple of years. Um, again, I still think you got the better of the deal. I don't give a, I don't care how you slice it. I'd much rather your side of the trade than what he got. Um, but that's what he ended up with on that one. So let's talk about, uh, a, a man who spent a little time in, uh, behind bars for a couple of minutes, uh, Alvin Kamara. Here goes that seven goat rings guy again. You know, he's a patron, so doing pretty good things here. So let's see what he did. He acquired Alvin Kamara, Kyle Pitts, Miles Sanders, and Zach Wilson, and he gave up Kyler Murray, TJ Hawkinson, Cortland Sutton, and the 205. So one more time, uh, down tiers from Kyler Murray to Zach Wilson, 
I think, an upgrade at tight end from TJ Hawkinson to Kyle Pitts. He gets Alvin Kamara and Miles Sanders, gives up the 205 and Cortland Sutton. Mike, interested in your take on this one. What do you think about this deal right here, this uh, this Kamara, Pitts, Wilson-type flip situation? It depends on where your value is on Kyler Murray. A lot of people are okay. kind of starting to fade the man a little too much for my taste. And he's become a, hey, if, if your league is down on him, go see if you can get him. But to go from Zach Wilson to Kyler Murray or Kyler Murray to Zach Wilson, not not the biggest fan, but a really nice up tier from Kyle Pitts to TJ Hawkinson. No matter how much Iowa gear I put on, I can recognize that Kyle Pitts yeah. is a tier, probably two tiers above where TJ Hawkinson is, right? So if you want to trade TJ Hawkinson the 205 for Kyle Pitts, good. We can cross that off the list. That's probably fair. Miles Sanders, Cortland Sutton, it's whatever. No matter how yeah. much Eagles fandom I have, no one cares really, yeah. to be honest. It's Zach Wilson and Alvin Kamara for Kyler Murray. That's where the, the meat of the deal really comes into play for me. Dependence on your feelings on Alvin Kamara. It's a deal I'd be willing to, to make. I'm a big Zach Wilson proponent. Go buy the man. His second year is bound to be better. Alvin Kamara, if people want to hate on him because of the arrest, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. Like there's yeah. the man's not getting suspended for an entire season. Come on. Let's let's be real. Give me the top again, but it's it's a doable deal. I could see myself being on both sides of this deal where I'd go, yeah, I'd take the down tiers or I'd take the up tiers. It, it really doesn't matter. It's a, I, it's a really fair deal. I, I think this trade was about, and the more I look at it, I think I like the bottom side a little bit more just because of Kyler. But I think what this was was the top team wanted Kyle Pitts. The bottom team wanted Kyler Murray. And I actually like what the bottom team did, down-tearing from Pitts to Hawkinson. I like that move. And then upgrading significantly from Wilson to Murray. But I still think Alvin Kamara is, I mean, he's going to be locked and loaded, I mean, for the next couple of years. So if you got a team that's, I don't know, man. Like, I want Pitts. I want Kamara. I like Wilson. I'm indifferent on Sanders. I'm a little lower on Hawkinson than others. Kyler's still a stud. This one could go both ways for me. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I probably I probably would lean the Kyler side just for the quarterback. Super flexing. The 205 is still a solid pick this year. I mean, that could that can be Olave. That can be Algier. It could potentially be Kyron or Rashad White or Christian Watson if he gets the draft capital. I mean, that... I think I like the, the the bottom side of this deal, man. Um, but I, I don't hate it. That's the thing. I don't hate it. I don't think I don't think anybody just got absolutely screwed in this deal. Um, it makes sense, and it depends on where your teams are. Um, probably the most indecisive I've been on a deal um, yet. Now I know this deal uh, came from some of your patrons. This 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 reeks of a 4D chess move, and I'm just gonna tell you right now, I absolutely hate it. I hate it. All right, so we've got Jamar Chase being traded away for T. Higgins in a 2024 first-round pick. So one side gets Chase, the other side gets Higgins in a 2024 first-rounder. We're going to assume mid to late because we don't know where it's at. We're going to assume mid to late. Mike, the floor is yours as to why this was a good tear down because I don't like it, man. Maybe if you're telling me that that future is a 2023 locked and loaded top three, 
Maybe, but I don't think I can tear down from Chase to Higgins and then just add on a 2024 fourth round, a first rounder. I don't think I could do it. Especially at the wide receiver position. It's something that Adam and I preach on our podcast all the time. I pe- preach to the patrons when we do team reviews. Trade trade your top wide receivers down. Trade the Jamar Chase to Justin Jefferson. T. Higgins is a top six dynasty wide receiver. Top six? Nate, Wait a minute. Top six? Top six? Are you top going six. that far? You're going that top far. Six. Top Yes. All right. All right. We did a podcast last night where we went through the wide receiver tiers. I'm in full agreement. T. Higgins is a top six wide receiver. If you can tell me I'm going to get a top six wide receiver for my number one wide receiver and get a first round pick, I don't care what class it is, how far many, many years out it is. I'm going to take that because I'm willing to bet they're going to have similar production over the next few years. Maybe in that. 80 20 range like like higgins gets 80 percent of what jamar chase does 85 percent 90 percent he's really the one b to jamar chase or you know i don't you can't call the guy a beta if jamar chase is the alpha right so if you give me a top tier wide receiver i don't care if it's t higgins cd lamb uh i'm willing to even down tier to a guy like deontay johnson I would want a little bit more on top than just you're a first. You're damn right you want more than that yeah. for Deontay but, Johnson. But if I can down-tier a top-tier wide receiver for another top-tier wide receiver and get a first-round pick, that's a move I'm making 100 times so out of So you, you are in agreement. This is if, if you had Jamar Chase and T. Higgins in a 2024 first crosses your inbox, you are smashing accept on this. No hesitation. I'm going to pull the what I like to call the ATM move. Adam likes to leave that trade open, right? Because somebody sent it to you. Make a brand new trade with the exact same details and then just add something else, like a second. And see how far they're willing to go. But if they reject it, you still have the other trade open. Then you hit smash accept. So here's, here's where I agree with you. I think this is a deal that whoever wants Jamar Chase, they probably are willing to pay more than they even recognize, right? So I think, let's just say hypothetically, I could throw in, we don't know what the rosters are. We don't know any of that shit. But let's just say it's the 201. And in my mind, I'm like, that's George Pickens. So now I've got T. Higgins, George Pickens, and a 2024 first rounder. I think I'd be more inclined to do it. Personally, I would prefer that 2024, that 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 future first to be 2023. I would, and that's probably what I would push for. I'd push for a 2023 first rounder. Who the hell are the top five? If T. Higgins is the top six, you got to give you got to give the people a taste. You got the destination Debbie folks listening. Who are you? We got to make sure you know what the hell you're talking about. And the YouTube comments will let you know. So give us give us those top five Dino wide receivers. And if they want the rest, they can go pay you for your services. But you got to give us a taste. Who are, who are the top five in Dynasty? So at the top, of course, you got Jamar Chase and Jamar Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Jeez. Yep. I don't want to mess this man's name up. Yeah, Justin yeah, yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. JJ, 1A, 1B, I don't care how you rank them, 1, 2, doesn't matter. Those are the top two guys. AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, CD Lamb, they have to be in that conversation somewhere. T. Higgins has to be next for me. And that's that's it. That's that's the top six T, right there. So, so I'm just throwing some names out there. T. Higgins over uh, Tyreek Hill. Yes, yes. Yeah, give me T. Higgins. Okay, T. Higgins over Debo Samuel. Yes, yes. 
Okay. I don't think there are. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, I will. I will caveat that by saying some of those guys. Once you get to T Higgins tier, right? That top five is pretty solidified. Once you get to T Higgins tier, a lot of those guys in the next group, probably down to about 12, 11, 12, somewhere in that range, are very close. Where if you wanted to argue any one of those guys up or down, left or right, doesn't matter. I could see it. But the top five and then the next group, I'm good. You got one, two, the next group of three, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, C.D. Lamb. Some people want to put T. Higgins above C.D. Lamb. I can't do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but you know, you know we have a lot of disagreements on the Cowboys, and I like to give you a lot of grief about it. But C.D. Lamb is a monster yeah. when he's right and yep. he's so young you got to put him in the top five for me so yeah okay. t higgins at six that's that's how risky i'm willing to go but if you told me t higgins was seven eight nine i could see it because all those guys are pretty similar all right there we go so mike makes that deal we probably asked for a little bit more just to see if you could squeeze it out for somebody that wants that chase but uh there it is all right quarterback deal all right, so here we go. We've got uh, Joe Burrow being acquired for Devontae Smith, the 107, and the 111. Um, Mike, the floor is yours on this one, brother. Devontae Smith, 107, 111, or Joe Burrow, and we are going to assume Superflex. Uh, what are you doing? So the way I like to look at these deals is from a startup trade perspective. Joe Burrow is going to go – 106, 107 in a startup, you know, that mid like first round pick. He's not quite in that elite tier yet, but he's very close. Devontae Smith, fifth round. The 107, I'm imagining, is probably going somewhere in the sixth or seventh round. And the 111 is going to be like a seventh or eighth round pick. So if you just look at this from pure startup perspective, how I do, you trade the 106 for Joe, that's Joe Burrow, for Devontae Smith, a fifth round startup pick. You get a six-round startup pick, and you get a seventh or eighth-round startup pick in the 111. It's close in value, but that's enough for me to do it. If I'm in a startup, I do it 100 times out of 100 because I just want to yeah. take the shots. I don't have players assigned to those positions. Let me let me get the, the chance, and I'll take the guys I want and just give me the multitude of picks. I can see this deal, but, man – it seems like a, a lot to trade for Joe Burrow because that's three first-round picks and probably a second. And depending how you feel on Devontae Smith, if you're a wide receiver lover, some people will be like, this man's worth two first. I'm not there yet, but I could understand it. So if it is two first, you're trading four first for Joe Burrow, that's pretty pricey for me yeah. to trade up for a quarterback. I'd rather just take a shot on somebody else, which you might get at 107 and you might that's get at 111. That's what I was going to say, and I like how you put Dynasty startup value here because that's something that I have not done in, this is episode 43, 42. I haven't done that one time, so that was really good to hear that. I put I like to put rookies with the rookie picks, so 107, base of our ADP, you've got to, it, it, I doubt it's going to be Malik Willis, but there's a chance it's Matt Corral or Kenny Pickett or Sam Howell given the draft capital. If not those guys, you're looking at a Drake London, a Garrett Wilson, Maybe a Brees Haller, Isaiah Spiller, Kenneth Walker in that spot. And then at 111, that's David Bell, George Pickens kind of territory back there at the 111. Jamison Williams as well. It's a lot of darts. Um, I'm going to assume if you took Smith, the 111 and the 107, and shipped off Burrow, you, you're pretty solid at quarterback. Like I, 
still, it, it doesn't sit right getting off of a, a burrow. I would like some. I probably want something other than the 111. I would have pivoted to a 2023 first, a 2024 first, um, or a higher pick this year. It, it's closer than it looks. I, I I would just, you know, and I've learned this from you, I would just bet on the fact that I can find a wide receiver, maybe not Devonta Smith's caliber, but I can find some another receiver to give me replaceable production. It's hard to find Joe Burrow, who I believe is a top four dynasty quarterback. It's a lot that, that that's 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 risking a lot that banking on Malik or or Pickett or Howe to give you hell sixty percent of Joe Burrow as a top four kind of guy. Um, I, I don't know. I could see it both ways. Gut feeling though, a little light for Burrow in my opinion. I'd want something other than that one eleven spot. All right, we got two more deals, Mike, that we're going to talk through real quick. Uh, Saquon Barkley, seeing him getting flipped around a lot, right? So here goes Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley was acquired for a 2023 first, a 2023 second. Cedric Wilson, who I believe is going to be a starting wide receiver for Dallas next year, and Amon Ross St. Brown, whether you view him as the Lions one, uh, at worst case, he's going to be the number two wide receiver on that team next year. So Saquon for a first, Amon Ross, 2023 second, and Cedric Wilson. I'm telling you right now, man, that's the side of the deal that I like. I, I like the darts there. I think Saquon for – if you just say Saquon for the first, the second, and Amon Ra, I think that's fine. Cedric Wilson is a throw-in. Where are you at with this one? Yeah, definitely give me the bottom side as well. Even though I'm a, a Saquon truther. Same, same. It hurts me to say it, but he's also a guy, if somebody gives me the right deal for him and I can just get off him and let him be somebody else's problem and I don't have to pray every week that the man stays healthy and gives me what I know he can do, I, I take the bottom side, man. It's it's You're getting three firsts, a two firsts and a second, and then a Cedric Wilson throw in. That That's good enough value for me to just go like, yeah, you, you can have Saquon. He can be your problem. Even though I love it and it pains me to see it because I still believe he's an elite talent. Yeah. Give me the bottom. The, and I think it because of my almond I love. I love the sun god. I mean, yeah. he's he's worth a first round pick in my mind. Yep. Some people yep. disagree with it, but I like him. And even if they get a wide receiver, I could care less. Like the way he operates, give me almond Ra, worth a first all day. You get the 23 first, you get the second, you get a nice throw in in Cedric. Cedric. Yeah, yep. give me the bottom side. So I was talking to a, a good friend of mine, man. We talk all the time, and I know it's somebody that you respect in the dynasty space, Scott Connor. And he was telling me players like Dalvin Cook, he was like, I'd take a 2023 first straight up for him. Like, I just, I'm trying to get off of Dalvin Cook. Ezekiel Elliott, you want to send me a first? I won't even argue with you. You know, I think, I don't think Saquon is there yet, but he is entering, this is year, this is going to be year five for Saquon Barkley. This is going into year five. He's still young, but the, the injuries are starting to mount up. We don't know what's going on with the Giants. We'd like to think things are going to get better. Um, I still love the talent, man. And the fact that he's going in fifth round, sixth round in dynasty startups sometimes, I'll take that value. But if you're telling me you're going to give me Amon Ra a first, a 2023 second, and, you know, if it's best ball, Cedric Wilson is who you want, right? All you care about are the two weeks he scores you a couple of touchdowns. Um, I, I think that's I think that's more than fair return for Saquon Barkley, and we've got one more Saquon Barkley deal. Uh, this one, okay, uh, all right. So you got Saquon and a, seven goat rings back at it again. Saquon and Elijah Moore 
for Michael Pittman and Elijah Mitchell. So the Elijah's getting flipped. Pittman, Barkley, where are you at this side of the deal, Mike? Not for me. You need more for Saquon than that. Yep, you, same. And Elijah <laughs> Moore, man, as much as Michael Pittman broke out this year and you love him, I can't put Michael Pittman over Elijah Moore. So where do you win at? You lose at both yeah. spots on this deal. Both spots. So, man, seven goat rings is just out here just doing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Big yeah. black Scooby. Man, come on. If you if you happen to watch this show, hit, there's plenty of smart people will help you to yeah. not do this. To not yeah. do this is bad. I yeah. know. So let me just ask you, and I know the answer, Saquon Barkley or Elijah Mitchell? Oh, Saquon. 100%. Okay, so that, I mean, their best player in the deal is being acquired. Um, and then you've already said Elijah. Now, I will say this. I do think I, I, I get the excitement and the enthusiasm of Elijah Moore. I think it's a little bit closer between Pittman and Moore than, than a lot of people think. I, for some reason, I don't know if it's because he plays for the Colts or it's Carson Wentz. Pittman, what he did this year, if this were any other second-year receiver, if Elijah Moore does what Pittman did, Pittman went over 1,000 this year, I believe, um, uh, asserted himself at times as the alpha. I, 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 I agree with you. I think in a vacuum, I would prefer Elijah Moore. But if you're asking me why, I, I really it's hard to make a great case as to why I would want Elijah Moore a little bit more. I think he's just a little more dynamic because there's a good chance that the Jets invest in a, in, in a wide receiver early this year. And if it is Drake London or Garrett Wilson, it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. I, I just – I think I still would prefer more to Pittman, but for me, it's, I mean, they're neck and neck. I mean, that, that if you say Pittman is bigger, he's done it two years in a row, um, I, I'm not going to knock you. But I think overall, when you're looking at this deal, it is a no-brainer. Give me Saquon and Elijah Moore over Michael Pittman and Elijah Mitchell. No, thank you. And And here's another key thing, Mike, and I think you'll agree. It's not about how I feel about the player, right? It's their value. And there's no doubt that Elijah Moore has more dynasty value right now, for better or worse, for right or wrong, than Michael Pittman. Like, that's just the fact, right? I can like Michael Pittman all I want, but if you're playing the value game, Elijah Moore's being valued as a top 19, according to DLF I saw the other day, dynasty wide out, and I think Pittman is still in the 20s. So it doesn't matter what I think. The value, according to the people that play dynasty, say Elijah Moore, therefore... Uh, more opportunity to do some things with them, whether you package them up or keep them. Production, we'll see how that plays out, but that's the value game. All right, Mike, the floor is yours, man. Tell the people where they can find you, uh, where they can find your work, your content. Appreciate you jumping on the show with me. The floor is yours, baby. Hey, you check us out. We do the 4D Chess Dynasty podcast, Adam and I. We do it every Friday. It comes out. It's on a destination, Debbie, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever. We also have our own Patreon and we do a show over there weekly, live streams. We got the Discord popping. If you want anything more, you want to check us out, come on over. It's a dollar. That's the entry subscription. We don't ask a lot. Check it out for a dollar. Patreon.com forward slash House South Harmon. We are always going through trades. That's our thing. Dynasty, startup drafts, rookie drafts, trading. We're all about roster construction, team build, how you want to look at your Dynasty roster, in a macro sense, not on the micro sense. But, Ray, man, this was fun. I love jumping on for this. We had some good deals. Uh, 
surprisingly we're in agreement with just about everything yeah and you yeah. know you and i disagree on a <laughs> metric ton on the way we died so this was shocking we gotta stop agreeing on stuff we're yeah, gonna find yeah. something i think today i'm gonna search through something that you said this week on your show just so i can have a just so you could just so you, you could just yes. so you could be an asshole got it and let me just say this man um mike does produce content um underneath my uh, podcast umbrella if, if I've got somebody producing content for DDE, I trust, value their opinion. Stude is sharp. He knows his stuff. He and Adam are doing great things. Make sure you check them out. And if you like them, let us know in the comments, and we might be able to get this grizzly bear back on a little more often. I uh, appreciate everybody tapping in the Dynasty Trade Show. Make sure you tap in to Wake Up with Ray G, Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got some dope, dope news dropping next week, hopefully. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your Saturday. And as always, be easy. I'm out of this thing. Peace.